Yeah, what's up, y'all? This is your main man, Chingy, and right now you're checking out the Art City Music Podcast right from the Barn Studios, all right? Uh, hey, dirty, what? Look at that girl right there. Ooh, she make me say, oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. I like the way you do that right there, right there. Right Switch right your hips on your walk and let down your hair, down your hair. Down your I like the way you do that right there, right there. Make your lips when you're talking, that make me stir, make me stir. Welcome to the Arch City Music Podcast live from the Barn Studio. I got Austin here. Austin, what's up? How's it going, Chad? And we also got DJ over here. What's up, guys? So glad to be here. DJ in the house. Yes, sir. And we have a St. Louis legend on the line with us right now. Mr. Right There, Mr. Chingy himself. Chingy, how's it going? Fellas, fellas, what's going on? Yes, I'm in the building, your boy Chingy, man. I'm um just living. I'm out in L.A. right now. Okay. But uh, obviously St. Louis roots, born, raised. Do you still, you still yep. visit and I think maybe even have, have a place in St. Louis still? Well, you know, St. Louis home. I actually, I moved. I live in L.A. now. Yeah, but St. Louis is the roots. Um, got a place still there, and it's the roots. But uh, sometimes you got to go outside of the city to get some things done. Sure. You know, I got a, I got a lot of ideals that I need to bring to fruition. And so, you know, I, sometimes I got to be where I can touch certain things to make certain things happen. Absolutely. And I know out in L.A. you get a lot of different access that you might not hear at home. But uh, what exactly have you uh, got in the works out there right now? I think I was told that we had a single coming out from you in a couple of weeks. Definitely got a single coming out a couple of weeks. August 26th from my um, album Chinglish. The single is called Can't Blame Me. About a lot of trials and tribulations that I've dealt with within my career. It's produced by Fresco Kane. Fresco Kane is from... 618, the east side of St. Louis. Okay. It's a dope record, man. I want everybody to look out for it. August 26th, can't blame me. I have, I got my own cologne. Yeah, it's called Catch for Men um, by Chingy. The, the one for men is called Catch. And I got one for um the ladies that's called Caught. Mm. So <laughs> I'm, finishing, <laughs> I'm finishing, I just got the samples in for the one for the ladies. But the, the one for the men is, um, I got like a hundred of them done and packaged up, but I'm waiting to the one for the ladies to get finished because I want to kind of present them both together. And so that's also something I'm working on. Another thing I'm working on is um, I'm probably going to be teaming up with this uh, speaker company to create my own signature speaker, my own studio monitor. And so that's also something I'm, I'm working on. And just working, man, just touring and traveling and performing for the fans and the people and just just trying to, you know, um, stay busy and continue to do what it is that I enjoy the most. And that's my music and certain ideas like the ones I just told you about, my fragrance and the monitor. And these these are all things as a child I wanted to I wanted to have one day. So um, I'm just trying to make sure I 
I manifest these things. Yeah. You have your hand in a lot of different things. And I mentioned you're a St. Louis legend. You're a rapper, artist, producer, actor. Now you have the cologne and the perfume. You know, I'm sure you consider yourself an entrepreneur. Definitely consider myself an entrepreneur. When when you're a guy like, remember Pisces, man. Pisces are very idealistic and creative. Like, I wake up in the morning with ideals that generated through my dreams. And so I'll literally get up and go get my notebook and sketch out the idea and write down the details. And I think that's where it starts when you're trying to materialize something. And um, yeah, man, so I definitely consider myself an entrepreneur. You know, just being from St. Louis, though, what kept you in that entrepreneur mind and, you know, out the streets, not having to be caught up with the other stuff and having the vision and getting in Vegas and L.A. and, you know, grinding out what you got going now? Well, to be honest, I think as a teenager growing up, everybody get a little influence from the streets because I have I have got into, you know, little stuff growing up. But music was always my way to vent and get away from everything. And, um, you know, I'm one of them individuals. I'm not a, I wouldn't say I'm an introvert, but even when I'm alone, I'm not lonely because I always got myself. And so I always had my music and that was the creative part of me. All of those thoughts that I got to jot down and put down on records, um, that was the creative part of me that kept me away from a lot of the real drama that that um, came with the streets. But, you know, when you're young, you're going to get into stuff. Everybody got a story of, you know, getting into some crazy stuff growing up. And I, I wasn't exempt from that. I was I was on a path to destruction like every other young teen who's growing up feeling like everybody's against them and, you know, don't nobody want to do nothing for them. It, it was one point in time when I was like 17, because I got great, I got, almost got shot in the head. And 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 then an eye, and so I got my mother's car shot up, and so she sent me to Winsville with my auntie and stand up. This was a summer, summer '97, '96 or '97, and when I was out there, though, I had a lot of time to think, and so it was kind of a tipping point for me for as what I really need to be doing, and um, yeah, and because because I was on a, I was on a, because she noticed I was getting into a lot of stuff. I had started to started to get into a lot of stuff, you know, and so that made me think when I got I got I actually got grazed by the bullet in the head and in the eye. Oh, but wow. that made me think though. That really made me think. And I was like, you know what? I really need to make my music come to life. And so it was kind of a tipping point. And you definitely made your music to come to life. <laughs> made it happen for sure. You know, I heard in an interview that you were talking about, you know, the two of the biggest influences on you as a kid growing up was uh, Michael Jackson and Easy e Yeah, yeah, totally. And if, and if you look at the two, when you have pop, R&B, and then you have rap, those are the best of, them, them, them were literally the best of both worlds. And um, Michael Jackson, may he rest in paradise, and Easy e may he rest in paradise, and my mother, may she rest in paradise. But Michael Jackson made me want to entertain on stage. That was kind of the point where I said, well, Michael Jackson is actually who made me say, that's what I want to do. I want to do that. And so he's the reason I have to say that I'm Chingy and that I'm a entertainer. Easy e made me really want to pursue rapping. 
Yeah, and I could see the two. You know, when oh, I heard sure. when I heard that in the interview, it's like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, obviously a rapper, but a lot of what, and especially your most popular songs had those hooks to them, right? The right there's and made you yeah. made you bounce, and they were club bangers, you know. So I, when I heard that in the interview, yeah. that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, well, I appreciate that because I uh, I really thought I was Easy E at one point. <laughs> you know, he peace, and um, you know, his son Lil Easy always shout me out and always um appreciate when i talk about his dad because he knows it's sincere and come from the heart and he know i i, I really really um was inspired by easy and so yeah those are two ind- two individuals that definitely had a big impact on my career and let's talk about a third individual that is you know, just a legend within the world within entrepreneur and all that and you got to work with at a young young stage of your career Snoop Dogg talk about that that experience and like what's something that he left on you maybe as like an artist and an entrepreneur because he's both that too as well you know actually with Snoop Dogg I wanted Snoop Dogg on Holiday Inn I wanted him to sing that to say that hook so that was that was that was actually my idea I just heard him when I did the record and this is before I even had the deal or anything I just heard Snoop Dogg on there saying it and so when I signed the Capitol um Wendy Goldstein, who was A&R Capital, you know, they can get in touch with Snoop and had a relationship with Snoop to do that. And so, uh, yeah, that was that was dope to get Snoop on it because I also was inspired by Snoop when he um, came out too with him having a different, his different demeanor and different style when he approached the um, music scene. And so, yeah, Snoop, um, I definitely was inspired by Snoop's uh, style. Yeah, I like that too because, like, Around that time he gave you that love, he was starting to give Pharrell that love, too, with the music, too. And I just, he was starting to give that love to everybody. It's just cool to see you know where Snoop's at. funny? Around that time, I recall him and cause, and DJ Quick, because DJ Quick produced a record on Jackpot album as well, and who I'm um, friends with to this day. But Snoop was like, that record had put him back in the music light. At that around that time, because he he didn't really he wasn't really in the limelight of the music, and he said Holiday Inn put him back in that music limelight. It just makes you want to bounce. It's a timeless song for sure. So like anywhere you're yeah. at, like any any time, like you're singing it, chilling it. You know what's holiday. funny is all of those records are timeless, from Right There to Holiday Inn to One Call Away to Pulling Me Back, Baller Baby, the remix. All of those records are timeless because and Right There. I made, remember when I just told y'all about, I had to go to my aunties in like 96, 90, yeah, 96, when my mama made me go to my auntie house because I was getting into too much stuff. Yeah. That's when I wrote right there. I remember yeah. seeing that in an interview that you wrote it quite a while before somebody nudged you to, it, it was unfinished if I read it right, and yeah. somebody said, so, hey, you need to put this together. and So, and... 2002, before I got the deal with Disturbing the Peace Capital Records, Shaka Zulu, who I'm pretty sure y'all just heard about, had got shot. He's doing well now, but that was my manager, and he was owner of Disturbing the Peace. That's who told me to finish that song. Okay, well, good thing he did, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great thing he did. Great thing he did, because it was just the first verse. It was the first verse and a hook on there, so I, I just had to do the bridge in the second verse. So you wrote it in 96, and then it comes out, you know, what was the official re- release, 03, 02? Came out in 03 and was number one song in the country in 03, yep. Working it. 
Yeah. So like just sitting on it that long, you know, and massaging it, you know, yeah, getting it ready for, for mass release, you know, for anybody that wasn't in the St. Louis area at that time, you know, I think about like the 99, 98, 99, all the way up into the 2006 is, you know, what was St. Louis like for those that, that wasn't in that area, wasn't able to experience everything going on in St. Louis in that time. Can you tell us what that felt like on your end? Well, I'm going to say this, and a lot of people don't know this. When it comes to St. Louis artists, I was one of the youngest artists from St. Louis in the very beginning. And I'm talking about the middle 80s, 86, 87, 88. I literally was on a mixtape in St. Louis in 89. It was a handful of artists that you knew about in St. Louis around that time. I was one of the young artists. And, um... I just, and a lot of people don't know that, but I go back with this before your St. Lunatics, before so many people that that came from St. Louis. And this is nothing against them. I'm just, these are just facts. Like I started at a really young age, taking it very, very serious at a really young age. And when that was happening, you had Bulletproof Records, St. Louis Gangsters, who was from U-City. Mm-hmm. I remember you had Just Black was still doing his thing. Black Pearl Mafia. It wasn't a lot of people. You had Baby Gangsters. Baby Gangsters was him and J-Rock. These okay. were like, the people I just named were like some of the only artists around this time in St. Louis. It was very few, very few. So when 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 you see P-Dub, Pretty Willie now, he's been doing this. He's been doing it since we was kids. We used to have talent shows together where we used to battle each other. Yeah, man. So I've been around for a long time. And in 96 and 97, the Saint, I mean, the St. Louis music scene always been there. But I come from an era where you had to be different. If you sounded like somebody else, they didn't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to hear that. You had to have your own style. You had to have your own thing. And I've always had my own style and own thing. And, that's, and, and, and when the St. Lunatics came about and Nelly came about, they always had their own style and own thing as us from St. Louis because they come from that era too of you couldn't sound like nobody. But right. now, sounding like people, it seems to be trendy. I just think about that time in St. Louis with all the music and even like the Rams and the fastest show on turf. It was like for the first time that I remember, and I'm about your same age, Chingy, it was the first time I remember like St. Louis being on the map where it was a cool thing to be from St. Louis. For sure. And the Cardinals and all the excitement during that time. And you guys were such a huge part of that. It's just, you know, it was the first time that St. Louis had a sense of pride that I remember. Man, and that was back with Mark McGuire, too, right? I mean, everything about St. Louis, we were clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, Yeah, man. It's it's a very memorable era. Unfortunately, the rappers don't get as um, celebrated as the baseball players. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so unfortunately, you know, we don't get as celebrated as baseball players do yeah. about that. But, you know, still our love. And um, yeah, that was a that was a great time and will always be a memorable moment because artists like me, artists like St. Lunatics, artists that just came from St. Louis period, that's what you wanted. That's what you was trying to do for the for that city, you know, was bring that type of togetherness and bring that type of energy there. That was the plan all along was for the city to get noticed like, you know, we got some here that nobody else got. Well, and Chingy, I know that as much of an impact you made on the St. Louis music scene, 
there's an interview on YouTube from quite a bit back when with uh, Nardwar, where you talked about one of your goals was to have your name on a star in the Delmar Loop. And I was just curious if did you make that happen yet? No, I what? Nelly did. What? what? But I, they didn't give me a star, and you know, and I still, when I would walk over there, I still would picture me having a star down there. I think I need one. So if y'all know, I forgot his name. He owned a passage. I think that's his, you know, he owned a lot of that property over there. Yeah. He needs to go give me a star down there. I need a star down there, man. <laughs> I made a big impact. But speaking of St. Louis, we've got you coming back close to town. About a week and a half from now, you're going to be playing at the camp at Lake Wapapello on the 30th with Baby Bash. And we're real excited mm-hmm. about that. Have you ever been down that way? I ain't sure. Probably a long time ago, but I, I recently I, I know I haven't. But um, it's probably two and a half hours yeah, from uh, up north of St. Louis. But it's uh, we gonna have some fun. We gonna turn <laughs> up. Well, I hope so I was because by the best performer that ever lived. So you know I'm gonna turn it on up. <laughs> well, I love it, and I want you to keep building my expectations because you're gonna see us down there in person. Our friends Dylan and Parker with. Summit Entertainment Live. They're putting on that show for you down there at the camp at Lake Wapapello. And appreciate that. I appreciate y'all having me. We're gonna have some fun, man. Damn That's right we are. That's what's yeah. up. And um us all being uh Missourians and everyone not being able to experience the great emails pizza, Chingy, what's your go to order for the emails pizza? Um now I'm vegan, but but when I ate emos, I loved it. I even <laughs> did a commercial for emos. Oh yeah. But mine's my um pizza would be just cheese with tomato and pineapple. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's different. Throwing that's different. it up. That's different. Yeah, huh. I haven't heard that it's one. Great. I do love I pineapple used to put on people pizza. Up on it, they used to be like, "Damn, that pizza, that's good." So I used to put people on that. So yeah, I, went, <laughs> I may have to go to Emos and say, "Look, this needs to be the Chingy signature dish with the pineapples <laughs> and tomatoes." There it is. Hell yeah! Call it that right there. I need that right there. <laughs> need that right there. Yeah, there we go. I think they just gave Travis Scott a McDonald's meal. Why can't you get an Emos pizza? That's exactly. right. I, know, right? <laughs> I did a commercial for him. I always rep- even you know. But we'll see, now we talking like like Holiday Inn. I'm pretty sure I made them millions. Wow. <laughs> right? Yeah. They wouldn't even work with me then. So we're, we're gonna get you a star. We're gonna get you a pizza and some kind of Holiday Inn discount or something. Yeah, a couple free stays. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Lifetime. And you know what, Tom? It's all good because I'm going to become a billionaire. I'm working on becoming a billionaire, and I'm probably going to buy the Holiday Inn. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we love that. And then on every Holiday Inn elevator, it's nothing but Holiday Inn. That's you the ele- <laughs> I, I'm telling you, if I was the if I was to purchase that establishment right now, it's you can, listen, it's people. They did a, a survey and asked people what was their favorite hotel song. What song you think was at the top of the list? Oh yeah. Oh holiday. Number yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Easily. Number one. It was Chingy Holiday Inn. Easily. So all you gotta do still to this day is attach that record to that hotel and promote it, do the right advertising, and guess what? Trust me, it's gonna still happen. Absolutely. Well, again, Chingy, we sure appreciate you coming and talking to us for a little bit. And again, we're gonna see you in person at the camp at Lake Wapapello on July thirtieth with Baby Bash. And before we let you go, I wanted to ask if there's anything particular that we ought to look forward to in your set. Are you gonna maybe tease that single you talked about? Uh, what do you think is gonna really bring the house down? Besides the whole well, thing. <laughs> the house down. Well, I, I do crowd participation, man. So I bring people on stage to have some fun. I ain't going to give it away right now, but 
I do crowd participation and interact with the people. And so I'm going to just say that. We're going to have some fun. Hell yeah. Well, yeah. that's something to look forward to. Make sure uh, everybody get that single. It's called Can't Blame Me, August 26th on all the social platforms. I want everybody to follow me on my social networks, at Chingy, IG, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Um, hit up my website, rightthere.com. Get you some their merch like off of my IG shop and on rightthere.com. I got the Catch Cologne coming soon. Catch for men, caught for women. I'm I'm working on some things, and so yeah, this your boy Chingy, man. Be on the lookout, and I appreciate you, brothers, for having me on. Chingy, it's love, man. Appreciate it. Up and go make your grind. grind. I'm thinking about snatching her up, dirty, making the mind. Look at her hips, what? look at her legs, ain't she stacked? I sure wouldn't mind hitting that from the back. Right. I like it when I touch her, cause she moan a little bit. Ain't sagging, so I can see her thong a little bit. I know you grown a little bit, 20 years old, you legal. Don't trip off my people, just hop in the regal. I swooped on her like an eagle, swoop down on the spray. I know you popular, but you gon' be famous today. I say, I like the way you do that right there, right there. Switch your hips when you walk and let down your hair.